I really want to keep this going, but I don't sexism. Want to sexism no if anybody said that they were drinking tea nuts i would just immediately like laugh yeah that's not something you hear every day well when she said she swallowed with the nuts it was like that's so weird it's ironic that danny is so like anti this these jokes because you know if you were in my situation these nuts everyone and welcome to can we save the cat your favorite writer's room and entertainment podcast where a few writers throw some ideas around vote on one and develop it into the next big thing i am one of your hosts danny hanks writer and director i'm justin eugene writer and producer and i am brian hayes writer and actor the gang's all here oh my gosh back together again the boys are back in town for the first time in... In forever. For the first time in forever. 16 weeks. Yeah. I feel like the last one we did was really shitty. I'm not going to lie. The fucking, like, cats. Yeah. Wasn't the best. Or wait. No, no, no. That was that was Andrew, the Egyptian cats. Why, when was the last time we were all together? I don't know. A very long time ago. I think before the new year. Let me look. Don't get caught, maybe? What even was that one? A couple in hiding is forced on the run when a documentary crew tracks them down. I, I wasn't there that. for that one. Yeah, you were. No, it I was wasn't. your idea that won, Danny. <laughs> Anyways, that was episode 60, and we are, this is 72. Wow, that that's three months. Three months. It's been three months and some change because we had holidays. Wowzers. And to think we used to do this every week with How each other. How did I put up with you two? I don't know. You had How longer hair. How did Justin put up with us? I, had, I did have longer hair, yeah. I don't know, but, uh, you know, it's been three months since the three of us were in a room together. I am excited to see what everyone has to bring to the table. Uh, I think Justin should start us off. Time out. Danny, do you think That's that we're in a room together idea. right now? Um, Like we're in like a virtual room. It's about as close as we've gotten in years. Yeah, it's true. Is is Danny dying? I, I swallowed a nut. But her nut. face was as red as mine. <laughs> I'm drinking tea with nuts in it. <laughs> I swallowed an almond. You're drinking tea with nuts in it. All right. Tea nuts? Is that a thing? <laughs> Tea nuts. It is a <laughs> it is an Asian tea called Job's Tears. He cried them just for you, and it is like a powder are mix the nuts that in you a tea mix bag? in. It's a very nutty tea, and then there are like nuts in the bottom. And I wasn't expecting one to. And you swallowed a nut. Yeah. <laughs> Danny, would you say that you? I just took... put two and two together, and I hate both of you. Danny, you know if you were in my situation, you would say, well, at least I didn't spit them out. There we go. There, That was a good one. That was a good That's one. That's a good way to like find your way into that joke without it looking bad. I there know, because she would totally say that. It was just funny. In my mind, I was like, how are that the is in fact what in the she tea? said. Like, are they in the bag? Do you just like pour the nuts in after it's yeah. like, it just seemed like a no, weird it's process. Like, it's like an electrolyte mix, except for it's a powdered nut mix. Oh, yeah. You said you swallowed an almond. I'm assuming it's like yeah. a full almond. I was like, no, it's what? like a little piece of an almond that like got stuck gotcha. in my throat. But like, is it in a tea bag? No, it's in like an electrolyte. Like, you know those gotcha. drink so mixes? Just, yeah, yeah, you just rip it up in a powder. Okay. Yeah, it's like hot chocolate, except for it has little almond pieces in it. Gotcha. And it's not hot chocolate. It's because when people nut say tea, mix. I just assume like tea bags. I don't know also, why it's called why a tea. It, yeah, I was about to say, why is it called a tea in this case? It's a Korean pulverized and brewed oatmeal-like thick tea. <laughs> it's a barley tea. We should do an episode where we pitch. Job's pitches. Tears. 
Every time I hear Job, I think of uh, Arrested Development. It's Job J-O-B. Like horrible. That's Job. Horrible porn pitches. Horrible porn pitches. Hey, mine is Just mine hilarious. is uh, adjacent to that. Um, That's no. awesome. Well, speaking of uh, adjacent <laughs> to porn pitches. <laughs> I'm ready. I mean, hey, that's a great segue for what I'm going to pitch. Perfect. I was going to have Justin go first, but I'll go first in that case. Justin, I just want to say you're wearing your hat like an 80-year-old grandpa. There, that's the only thing that I wanted to say. Well, if I wear it real, you can't really see me. Mm, That's fair. made more sense to go like that. All right. I guess I'll start. Should I just jump into it? So you guys know the reality show Naked and Afraid. Mm Mm-hmm. No. One of oh, my favorites. Do you actually not know it, Justin? No, I don't watch reality shows. Okay, so it's a reality show where they put these people in the woods, and they're, they're naked, naked and afraid, and they have to like survive on the land, right? What are they afraid of? The uh, woods. Being naked in the oh, woods. Oh, they're just afraid. Yeah, just being naked in the woods. And then there's like this one that's like, sometimes they're paired up. Sometimes They're always they, paired up. They're always paired up, so it's like... Not just that they're naked in the woods, but they're also so with somebody like that they don't know. So naked? Sometimes. So, Justin, they go into the woods and they have no equipment. They get a well, bag naked, and yeah. then they get one item that's in the bag. So some people, it's a knife. Or wait, no, they all get a knife and there's one like item they can use. So it's a survival show. It's a survival show. But the catch is they're naked. But they're naked. That's so stupid. No, it's okay. really cool. Naked and Afraid XL is our favorite, but go ahead. So... Naked and afraid, except the thing about most reality TV shows, it's like, if they ever really needed to get out, it's filmed, there's a crew, people could come save them, Mm -hmm. right? Well, naked and afraid, except it becomes a horror comedy where the entire crew dies, and then it's just these two people who are, like, naked and afraid and only came onto this TV show to, like, do this TV show, and now have to survive a bout of werewolves, or like aliens, you know, any sort of woods creepy shit, but it's naked and afraid, and it's a horror comedy. But they're still naked? Yeah, that's how it starts. It's like it starts as an episode of Naked and Afraid, Gone Wrong. Gone Wrong. Exactly. Um. Yeah, that's a weird pitch. Justin, what do you got? <laughs> All right, speaking of the metaverse... We are going to go down the uh, realm of virtual reality, where a guy uh, receives a virtual reality headset as a gift, doesn't know who from, and once they go into it, the first time they go into it, how to play the game, and when they come out of it, they realize like a lot of their world has changed, and they start to figure out like every time they go in there, they're going in there at a certain age, and they're affecting their own life by like doing things differently than they would have just because different experience. So like watching that go through there and like there's i think there should be like either like a dramatic or like a horror twist to where like almost like the butterfly that he's really like hurting people he doesn't realize it and like he needs to like somehow go back and like end himself or fix the situation to kind of save everybody at the end Ooh, it's like the cia doing mk ultra where he thinks he's just playing a game but he's actually like killing people on the other side of the world or like ender's game ender's game yeah to me it felt like a a version of butterfly effect Ender's Game and something else. Like a, like a combo, kind of all that. Add some LSD and you have MK Ultra. All right, Brian. Okay, so I had to write mine down, so it's going to be kind of uh, reedy. But uh, we've, been re- or we've been watching a lot of like murder mystery style shows, and so the idea of a catalyst event has been on my mind. So I'm going to go with a backwards sort of storytelling series or film where we follow a couple on a road trip dealing with the immediate aftermath of a big event. And we don't, I don't know what the big event could be. It could be like they killed somebody. It could be that they robbed a bank. It could be whatever the case may be. But uh, from there, the first, I don't know, 30 minutes or whatever uh, we want to deal with is dealing with the immediate aftermath of what they're doing in this moment. Then we start splicing together like the before and the after through stories that they're telling and stuff like that. So like we're seeing the after and then we're getting some kind of like lost, you know, we're getting some of the backstory from a lot of that. 
and all the while we're weaving in other stories like detectives on their tails and stuff like that. So in my mind, it's like a couple of small town people that if, if it's robbing a bank, it's a couple of small town crooks that rob a bank and like they end up having to kill a security guard. So we're dealing with this aftermath of like a dead body on the floor and like bags of money in their hand. And they're like, Oh shit. And then it's like, how did we get here? Kind of like a rewind thing. And then all the while they're like trying to escape and everything. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Just okay. like a little fun, kind of lighthearted, but also told in a Tarantino style romp. Like little miss sunshine, except for after they have the dead body in the car. Yeah. And so, and then we pick it up. That's the, our first scene. And then we just splice, you know, the first half of that movie in from beyond that point and just kind of weave it together. Okay. All right. Do we want to vote in reverse order? Dun, 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 dun. Good talk. Here's the thing. I truly don't know because I love Naked and Afraid. And I love the idea of like an alien invasion or werewolves, but I also love Justin's because I love. <sighs> I honestly thought you were just going to say, but I also love Justin. So... Yeah, I like Justin a lot more. No, <laughs> I like you all equally. Um, then not what Justin says. I love you all equally. This is actually really tough for me. I was hoping you'd go same order and then it wouldn't come down to me. But Well, now it's not down to you. If it were ver- never mind. Just let never go. mind. Just let him never go. mind. I I was hoping you all would vote for the same thing. Like mine or Justin himself. I knew what vote. you were trying to get to, but like Danny had a, a point as well. So like yeah, just, God dang it, Danny. <laughs> we're both let beautiful, we both win. Um <laughs> Danny's in a really up mood, so I'm going to go Justin's and hope that she kind of carries me. <laughs> I'm going to okay. hope for a carry on Justin's if I if she if that gets picked. All right, Justin's turn. It's tough cuz like Naked and Afraid just sounds kind of like silly to me cuz like I don't like reality shows though, so Well, that's the point. It's, it's it would be like a a Seth what's his name? Seth Rogen? Yeah. It'd be like Zack and Mary make a porno but make it horror. I, I get it. Uh, and Brian's is like kind of complicated, it sounds like. So it's like weird. It's just a straightforward movie, but we Tarantino it, I think is how I should have pitched it. I mean, I, I figured it out, but I was like, yeah. I feel like going through the pitch will be like complicated because I think you want to do it like oh, that's fair. one way, then you, then you have to splice it after you go through it. Or I don't, I don't know, it seems weird. Uh, I'll go with Brian. It seems like I'd probably be a little more interested in that just because I don't know Naked and Afraid. Okay. No judgment. I think they're both good in ways. I just don't understand Danny's as well just because I've never really seen the show. If I were an outsider, I would actually say these are like some of the best pitches we've had on this (laughs) show in a while. Like not just us three like that have been on the show. I thought the Olympic pitch I gave out a couple weeks ago was really good. Not enough frozen penis. <laughs> you were quick on that. You were so quick on that frozen penis. Danny was very quick to jump on that frozen penis. Uh, all right, Danny, what do you got for us? I'm voting Come for on, Justin. Come on, T-Lady. Let's do it. You're voting for Justin. All right. Okay. But thanks, T-Lady. T-Lady. Uh, Justin, I'm going to point out that that makes back-to-back wins for you. You are back, and so is the win streak. Just playing the game, baby. Playing the game. All right. So one thing that stood out to me in Justin's pitch when he was pitching it is I've been watching a lot of um, games, like horror games, where the premise is like every time you walk out of a room and walk back in, something changes, but you maybe you're not quite sure what. Sure. And so I think that would be a cool thing to play with going in and out of virtual reality is like every time he comes out, like you said, like something changes. But at first he doesn't exactly know what it is until these bigger changes start being made. Wasn't that the pitch? Yeah, I agree. with I I said every time he goes into the virtual reality, he's a different age. Like he's playing himself at a different age. Oh. He doesn't realize that. Until I think a couple of times. So I think when he comes out of the virtual reality, I think something small could change. And he's like, this seems weird. 
and he doesn't realize he's playing himself because it feels like he's playing like the sims and he's like oh this looks really familiar because like it could be like him at three years old mm-hmm. the next time he goes mm-hmm. in he could be five like i think that's what we had to determine like every time he goes in like what age is he and you know what is what is he doing because i think if it's i think if he goes in at 16 the first time like it's going to be a little too obvious it's like oh this is like my high school like i know this right Another thing that comes to mind is I've been listening to a lot of um, podcasts about MKUltra, which I don't know if you guys know, the whole CIA plot to try to use LSD as a brainwashing technique uh, to try to control people. They also tried to use hypnosis. Basically, the concept was if you can get someone with hypnosis to have completely split personalities, you could hypnotize them have them go be a trained assassin and then forget everything so that's kind of what came to mind as well with this if like he's doing things in virtual reality that he thinks is just a game that he doesn't realize is actually affecting people in real life bad version would be like if it's an 8-bit shooter game where he's mario running around shooting all these koopa troopas but it turns out that he's actually killing people on the other side of the world that to me gets way too like i mean there's movies that have done it there's books that have done it there's tv shows that have done it where like they don't understand they think that they're doing x like hell there's arrested development does some of that where like buster's flying drones and he thinks it's a video game but it turns out he's actually like flying drones overseas in iraq and stuff like that so yeah that's fair there's a lot of stuff that does that and that's a really cool plot device if we did that i would not want it to be like the big (gasps) kind of like thing that it was like it would be when we found out that oh this is his life that he's playing through at various stages gotcha okay so he's basically going back um, I'll give it. I'll give an example. He goes okay. into virtual reality. It's the first time he's three years old, and the task is to escape like his like uh, his baby crib. And okay. let's say he escapes his baby crib, falls, hits his head. But in real life, that never happened, right? So like he had to go to the hospital, and he wakes up, and he's like, and maybe he has like a scar or like something like is you know changed on his physical body, and he seems he doesn't notice it, but like as the audience, we notice it because okay. like he's not looking in the mirror, right? Or it's on his butt. Right. Okay, or it's on his anus. So I guess my I guess my question with that is what is the purpose of the technology? Is it like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, where the technology isn't actually the main focal point? Like we don't care about that. What we actually care about are the life lessons he's learning as he goes back through these memories? Or is it more like a minority report style thing where like the technology is actually a really central part of it to understand what's going on in the movie i don't really know which one is the way to go i think my, i think i'm leaning towards the lesson one but like honestly i could go either way if you guys have any ideas go for well, it Well, you got to figure out the lesson then right that then that's the big thing well that's why i always go back to like the butterfly effect was like which was like like everything has a consequence and he ultimately, then at the end of Butterfly Effect, has to go back and, like, hate the girl that he falls in love with to save everybody's life. What if he, so, like, bad version, in his college years, signed up to be part of this study. And then years later, this appears on his doorstep. He doesn't know why. He starts playing this game. He doesn't realize it's him. And it's actually people watching him to see if a device like this would be useful. And he's going back and, like, changing the life lessons that he's learned but i guess then the thing is like is it just affecting him or is it affecting the people around him as well Well, because more intriguing to watch as an audience if you're watching things affect around him right okay so basically he's going back and he's redoing life lessons that he's learned and somebody is watching him basically and we don't even necessarily need to know this until the end where the moral of the story would be like you're right where you need to be you're learning exactly what you need to learn in the moment. And like, if you could go back and change things, that actually wouldn't be the best idea because then the impact would be, yes, he goes back and changes things, but it screws up how he acts in the present because he didn't learn the consequences of what he did by instead choosing the better scenario with his knowledge. Now it's like, he's actually losing 
what he learned. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, look. But I, I don't know how to show that. <laughs> I mean, look, he could easily be like, oh, uh, this version, I'm going to have the confidence to ask this girl out that I didn't ask out. Because I know later in life she told me she had a crush on me. He asked her out. She cheats on him. Life crushing for him affects him romantically. like, And he now no longer has a wife that he had an original one. Yeah, going off of the scratch idea, like maybe, maybe, you know, it might be interesting, actually, is if you put this in the context of like anxiety or phobias and how sometimes fear is a is a way of dealing with something. So like maybe in the present, he has a fear of heights. He plays the game, falls out of the crib or doesn't fall out of the crib or whatever, realizes he wakes up. He's not afraid of heights anymore, but then he gets hurt as an adult doing something because he actually didn't fall off the roof as a kid, et cetera, et cetera. He's less cautious now than he was. Right, right. I actually, yeah, I like where Justin's going with it. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I like... a true trophy for you? I mean, the idea of, like, you can't change your past. The past makes you who you are. Like, that's, I don't know, that's kind of silly. I would also like... I, I like where you're going with like the wife and everything and how it's negatively affecting him and like learn to appreciate what you have because that's the same thing, but it's not as worn of a story. I think it would also be cool to like eventually get to the point where he's seeing the future and then he's making choices, making choices geared towards that. And the thing is, it's also maybe talking about free will and do we have free will or is everything predetermined for us? Because if he's seeing into the future and he has these choices, where are these choices coming from? Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I kept thinking in my head, fate. Yeah. Is the lesson like he's learned like, you know, fate, you always end up here because of this or you're better because you let fate take control versus you kind of like trying to interfere. You know how like Final Destination were like, like they could never really like stop themselves from dying. It was like impossible. Yeah. I guess my question to that would be, so like, let's say we go into the future. Can he replay levels, quote unquote? In my mind, the device kind of just chooses a random level, which is an age. And let's say the future is like, it's like, this is the final level. And it's like, let's say it's level like 57. That's like an oldie would be when he died. Does he know that he's changing things or no? I think by the time that happens, he would know. Right, okay. But from the beginning, he, like, doesn't know that he's changing things. So the question is, like, would that be, like, the climax of him, like, figuring out, like, holy shit, this is scary because, like, I'm going to die at 57. This is how I'm going to die. Like, can I change this? I've changed Mm. so much already. Can I go back and change more things? Yeah, that might actually be a good, like, midpoint. Might need to be earlier in the movie. Yeah, I'm wondering if he does that and he's like, I'm going to go back and change all the other levels to make sure I get, this doesn't have to be at 57. I guess my question is, how does it end? Oh, I could end really dark or really happy. <laughs> right, because I think I think one thing in that is if he's trying to change his date of death, part of it needs to be about how does he die? And is it like, if it's a health thing, then like, yeah, making different choices would matter. But if he's like murdered, making different choices doesn't necessarily matter unless he never meets the person or he meets the person a year later. Or in one of them, he kills the person. Well, I was going to say you could also have him kill himself. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the darkest way to go. Yeah. One option is he could go back to when he got the VR and destroy it. Yeah, I think that might be the end. To me, that's to me that's the happy. I think the darkest thing is like he has he feels like he has to go and end himself so he doesn't harm other people because he's like finds out he's like friends have died that he didn't realize had died because like he wasn't there to like be the DD, like things like that. I think one thing that might be interesting is if it starts with, like, 80 levels, right? And every time he goes back in and does something, there are fewer and fewer levels. Mm -hmm. And so it's like the more he goes in and changes things, the less time he actually has. And it's because he realizes, you know, when he tries to hack and go forward to, like, level 57 or whatever, that actually at that point, like, he, quote unquote, made his perfect life, but then lost so much that he, like gets depressed and kills himself at 57 so then the last ditch effort is like can i go back and destroy this vr so that i never fuck with my life 
Because like some things, when he changes things, some things are good, some things are bad. But even yeah. if it's good, like even if you get everything that you want in life, you're never going to be satisfied and there's always going to be a fall. Mm-hmm. It's also like this idea that from a video gamer perspective, there's always this idea with replaying levels that like I can do it better. Right. So maybe he has a really good level and he's like, okay, I got a really awesome house and a really awesome wife, but I didn't make a million dollars and I really want to get a million dollars so I can be set up for like next time. So I'm going to go like watch like the lottery or something and then win the lottery. But in doing that, he loses his wife. So he's like, every time he goes in to try and do better at the, the level, it ends up creating different forms of chaos and the other problem with being a video gamer is no two runs are exactly the same so even if right. you go in and you try and do everything the exact same so he's like well fuck i guess i'll take the house and the wife because i really loved her he goes in and tries to do that but he can't do it the exact same like nothing's the exact same and so ends up messing it up along the way and that's kind of like I'm seeing it from the video game perspective of like, you literally sure. can't recreate the same thing twice. I really like that. I also think that you could have first 10 pages. It's like, we see him mundane, blah, blah, blah. And it seems like the message is becoming more and more. Um, if you could go back and change things, don't because you're right where you need to be. Like yeah. this is the, this is the life that you're supposed to live. Yeah. And he is kind of dissatisfied dreaming about what could have been, you know, he, didn't go to school for art he went to school to be a lawyer and he never asked that girl out that he wanted to ask out he instead settled or whatever but he's like doing fine and then the inciting incident would be the first time he plays the game he's a kid but he doesn't he's like this is familiar but I don't quite get it so he's going through all these levels he's getting like addicted to the game um, to unlock later levels, right? So it starts with level one, level two, level three. And the, e the early levels are really easy and the changes don't really matter that much because you don't have a lot of control over your life from ages like one to ten probably. Like there are small things that you can choose, but they're not going to be life changing. And then maybe a little, maybe like the middle of act one, he realizes that this is his life. Um, so I guess two things real quick before you get too far into it. One, let's say it starts with 80 levels, 100 levels, whatever the case. Does he have to play every level or can he like choose? I think he chooses. I but think I don't he instinctively think he, yeah. goes level one, level two to figure it out. But I yeah. think once he figures it out, like being able to choose is the fun part. Okay. Because then you could really like play with it as a writer. So yeah. then my second question is otherwise like the first 10 levels are like right, mundane. So then yeah. my second question is where is it the same day each time? Is it a specific day? Is it a week? Is it like, how does time move in this VR set? Because if we're doing things like fall in love and have like, you know, I think it'll be high points in that year. Let's say it's like three high points in that year. Like there's yeah. three stages each. So level. it's like fifty one dash one, fifty one dash two, fifty one dash three, and then that does like then fifty two dash one, etc. Yeah, I like Correct, that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I did have one idea. What if like there's no battery support for it, and like the reason he has to go in and choose like to destroy the device is like because the battery's dying. And he has like one left, one less ride left in it, and he has to make a choice: is he happy with this, or is he going to go back and end it? Like he's reaching that point of like. It's over. This thing's about to die. I don't know how to charge it. I don't know where it came from. But that what I thought you were going to say was, what if the device is actually taking years off his life because it's powered by like his life force? So he can't use it infinitely because if he did, he would just be shortening his life to tomorrow. And when he realizes that, that's when he has to go back and try to destroy it. I almost just I mean, like I the idea of he just just decides to destroy it because in Justin's scenario, he's kind of a dick and like he didn't learn anything and he wouldn't destroy it if he had more batteries. Like he would never <laughs> not change anything. And in gotcha. Danny's, it's just like it's almost too sinister. Like I like the idea of him having to choose and I almost like it that yeah. he's 
like the end of it is he kills himself. Like he kill. I, I like the idea of he sees himself getting killed at like 57 or whatever. So he goes back and replays 56 goes and finds that guy and kills him. But then he ends up dying at 57, like in a different way. And so it's almost like we think it's like a 57 thing, but it's more the consequences of his actions have led him here. And then I like that, like he kills himself and then that doesn't even work. So I think like where he reaches his point of realization is like, like, I think what he would do is go back and replay level one and then end it. So that's another question is every time you go back and like, can you restart the game entirely or can you only restart a level? You can restart a level. I don't think you can restart the game. Because I think what Brian was saying is that he restarts the game, right? And then destroys the VR. Right. So I think he would go back to 25 when he got the VR, which is a high moment in his life that year, and destroy it then. I wouldn't think he'd go back to year one. But the problem is he's already messed with year one and two and three and four and stuff. He's already changed. Yeah, but if right. I mean, that's so where, like, timelines are weird. Like, I think in our timeline, if you destroy the device... Everything goes back to what it was because it never happened. See, does it go back to what it was because it never happened, or does it go back, or does it correct stay what you've changed? And he gets to, and he wakes up, and he literally never happened. But also, so are actually, we yeah, never that's a good see- point. But are we never seeing him leave the VR? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Most of the time, they're in the brain sucker. But it looks like real life. See, I was almost imagining this guy who has nothing to live for and he plays these levels and we see this like we see him take the headset off and like he's very optimistic at first. And he's like, man, this is like I'm crushing this game. And so he like keeps wanting to go back. But then the levels get harder and he's not doing so hot and he'll take the headset off in frustration. He's like. No, I can do better. I can, I can, I can have a better run, you know? So he puts it back on and sits down and gets all ready again. And then like it slowly, it starts turning dark and very depressing. And he's like, I can't, I can't play this game anymore, but also I have to keep playing it. Like I want to see how it ends at this point. And then he sees how it ends and it's like, I can't know this can't be my life. I have to change it. So he goes and kills the guy that doesn't work. He goes and just kills himself and that doesn't work. And so finally he's like, I don't know, maybe he doesn't know he can restart the game, but then he like, yeah. So I I think that's the general structure of it, right? Is that he finds out it's a game of his life and then he's like, oh, I'm going to grind. I'm going to min max this, you know, (laughs) I'm going to be the best version of myself that I can be. And he starts to see the results, Mm -hmm. right? He starts to, be fitter and he starts to be whatever but his circumstances are some getting better some getting worse and then i think i think the big question is how does he die like maybe he sees himself at 57 in front of a tv screen with the vr set on his head like he goes into the future and he sees that he's lost his life to just this gamification of his life and he's surrounded by a mansion and like all of these great things, but he's literally not living. Yeah, he's alone. His life. I just hate the idea of like us, uh, him killing himself. Yeah, only if it's like because he's unhappy. Unless we're going super dark, because like people are dying in his life, people lose their life, and the only way he can save them is by sacrificing himself. That's the only way I like that ending. Otherwise, it's just like really kind of like sad and dark right what i don't so here's what i don't like i don't like his younger version killing anybody in the game the only way that i would be okay with him like killing himself is that if he goes to visit himself at level 57 he's in front of the tv screen he's with the vr set on his head he's addicted he's ruined his life so much that he like when he takes the vr headset off at night he's like just an alcoholic who can't live in this world because it's not exactly the way that he wanted because he min-maxed so many times that he just ruined it. Mm-hmm. And now he's not even getting like a decent run every time. It's just a bad one. And so he ends up 
killing himself in that way to alleviate the pain from having ruined his own life. And then that inspires him to go back and ruin the young version to go back and ruin the VR. That would be the only reason why I would see the suicide route happening, but I don't like him murdering anybody. Yeah, like I said, suicide thing to me is only to like to save others. Well, in that case, concept, what if it isn't, you know, only 57 levels? What if it is like 90 levels and he's been playing the first ones and you have to like, maybe you have to get up to your current level, like your current age to unlock everything in the future or something like that. That would take forever. Well, anyway, maybe he is focusing all on all of these lower levels because he's trying to figure out how it's going to affect him. And then he says, huh, I wonder what I'm like 10 years from now. And he realizes that the game has ruined his life. And so it's less so, you know, oh, I'm not going to live until I'm 80. He's like, I'm going to live until I'm 80, but I'm going to be addicted to this gamification of my life and trying to be a perfectionist and not actually living day to day. Like maybe he even does have kids. He is ignoring his kids. He's ignoring everything that he's actually worked hard to get in order to grind and try to get more. Um, true gamer. I mean. True gamer, yeah. If you ain't grinding, you ain't living. No, I mean, I actually like that. That's actually probably my favorite version of this. Um, I'd be good with that. Yeah, so Same. let's let's do, okay, so we have the inciting incident. He gets the game. He starts with the opening levels. He figures out probably pretty early on that it's his life. He tries to grind, min-max everything, and then, like, Probably the midpoint is where he he's like, oh, you know, I should see myself in the future and see what that looks like. And he realizes how miserable it is. Mm -hmm. um, and then he keeps trying to go back and change things so that he doesn't become miserable because he when he first sees himself, I think, as like 57, he doesn't realize that it's the game that's made him miserable. I think he thinks that it's. If he just grinds more now, he won't have to grind in the future, mm -hmm. right? If he just fixes everything here, at 57, he'll be able to leave the game and enjoy his life and his family. But the more and more he changes things, he keeps going back to the future and it's the same. Yeah. Like, no matter how good things get, he's always going to be striving for more. And that's when he realizes how much he screwed his life up, Dark Knight of the Soul, all this stuff... The climax is he's like, okay, I'm going to go back and I'm going to delete this VR set. I'm going to just destroy it. I'm going to bash it. But he doesn't actually know if that's going to work at all. And then he does that. Everything goes black. He wakes up next morning and he no longer has the scar over his eye. And it's like he's destroyed the game. So he's still in the same squalor that he was in. And he probably is in a pretty shitty situation. Like he's not making a lot of money. He's alone. He's doing all this stuff. But at least he's still living day to day like at least he still has the life that he has as opposed to well and then he can actually stuck choose in to this make the changes cycle. right it's less so because he can't go back right but it's what he does moving forward yeah no i i dig that cut it cool. print it ship it sign seal delivered let's do it justin are you good i'm 100 percent in oh boy all right everybody danny is going to go off, do the log line, and when she comes back, we'll go around the virtual room and decide if we're going to save it or scratch it. Danny, bye. Bye. All right, who is ready to save some cats? Wait, let me see your shirt. Oh my god, you always have the best shirts. Thanks. Yeah, I get them from BoardwalkTshirts.com. BoardwalkTshirts.com? Yeah, it's my favorite place to get graphic tees. They're so fun, they're super comfy, and the best part is they support great causes too. Yeah, I'm on their website now. They look great. I want the doom and gloom sweater and the Oxford comma shirt. <laughs> oh my god, the right drunk edit sober. I need it. Okay, okay, slow down. Before you check out, be sure and use the code CAT and save 10% on your order. Oh, nice. Heck yeah, I'm going to get as many shirts as I can. <laughs> if you want high quality but affordable products with a cause, go to BoardwalkTshirts.com and use the code CAT for 10% off your purchase. That's www.boredtshirts.com, promo code CAT.
I need these shirts. And we are back. Danny spent hours and hours on this log line, and it's so beautiful. And she's going to sing it to our ears now. Or just say it. You don't have to sing it. That'd be a really long song. Thanks, Brian. You are. When a virtual reality headset shows up on his doorstep, a man dissatisfied with life discovers he can replay his past and make different choices. Can he play it right and min-max his existence? Or will he lose it all trying to get the perfect run? Ooh, boy. All right. Let's see. We did reverse order. So let's do Justin, Danny, me. Um, I'm definitely going to save it. Uh, it's crazy because, like, even though we came up with this version, I think there's a couple of versions of this. Like I said earlier, like the black mirror type thing i think you could go really dark with it black mirror style i think you could go with it like lessons learned style so i think it's like i think it's a good pitch i just don't i'd be curious to see like if it ever got made like which way it would really go so i think depending on the platform it goes to depending on the director you choose it might go in different directions so i'd be super interested to see it be made because it sounds cool but uh yeah save it yeah, I save it too. I think it would be perfect as a Black Mirror episode. 60 minute, get in, get out, really in depth, uh, really living in the world. And I, I really like it in the in the Black Mirror style, which would be really dark. But also I'd be open to other options. I do think there is a sweet kind of indie, offbeat, almost beginners-esque version of this as well. That's a little bit more, uh, a little less Black Mirror and a little more heart to it. But no, I love it. I think we came up with something really cool. And I think a lot of gamers will relate to to this, to this feeling of like losing what's actually going on around you to trying to get the perfect game when so or the perfect run when sometimes it's like not not worth it. Like, is it worth getting all of the coins on the level? Brian is looking at me like, yes, it is. Of course it is worth getting all of the coins on the level even if it takes up four hours and you have to play the same level 17 times but yeah no this i save it i think it's great i gotta calm down about to lay the <laughs> people's elbow on danny over there um just calling some people out like i see listen. it listen uh yeah no i I save it. Um, it's funny. You guys can see it as a Black Mirror episode. You know what it reminds me of? <laughs> the Adam Sandler movie, Click. Because that's basically the plot of Click. Uh, but I really enjoyed oh, it. Wow. <laughs> I really liked it. Uh, I think you can go lighthearted family film about learning to appreciate those around you. Um, you know, you had said something and I wasn't sure if you meant it in the context, but you were like, he can have kids and he's, you know, living his life and doesn't pay attention to them. And I wasn't sure if you were talking at the whenever he's like 57 or whatever, if it's whenever he's at 25. But I kind of liked it for both. Um, and maybe he learns to appreciate what's around him. You can go lighthearted, can go Black Mirror. I still like the idea of it getting darker. I like the idea of him confronting his own mortality within the game i like the idea of him maybe taking a darker turn and realizing that that's not him and that's not what gets him out of this but a man so desperate and so at the end of his wits that he doesn't know what else to do oh yeah except for break the game and literally break the cycle that's causing my bad habits i see it as a metaphor for like cbt and forming new neural pathways um yeah so yeah i am gonna save it and uh i think it's like i agree with you danny i think like we made something really cool here and um yeah i also think that would be a great way to pitch it walk into a room and say it's click but make it Black Mirror. <laughs> Boom. Done. I'd, I'd buy that. Yeah, that's fair. Do you have monies? <laughs> Give me monies, <laughs> <I> Danny. Wish. <laughs> I wish. All, All right. right. What is everybody watching this yeah, week? Yeah. Um, now that we have three saves for you are. Three saves. We'll go Justin, me, Danny this time. That way we hit every single order. I just went. Yeah, you went first. 
I, I answered Scratch first. You guys are terrible people. Yeah. You saved first. Actually, you saved it. Yeah, you but saved anyway. it. Justin, go. I'm trying to find what I watched lately. That's what I was trying to like give some more, wow. some more time to myself. I drew a cloud. Fucking ass. <laughs> I'll go first. Uh, I actually watched, so I've mentioned a couple of murder mysteries. Uh, I watched a show after party. It's on Apple TV plus, and it is a show about some friends at a high school reunion and uh, they all kind of come together and one of them dies and they're all stuck at this after party and they're piecing together, you know, who did it? Uh, and what's really cool about it, Danny, is that each episode is told from a different perspective. So, like, um, the first character, when he went to the high school reunion and after party, he was there to reconnect with a long lost love. So, he, in his eyes, it's a rom-com. So, the show is shot very much like a rom-com, like cheesy musical cues, stuff like that. Oh, I love that. The second that. one's an action movie. Then there's like a musical, a fucking animated version of it. Like it gets really cool. Um, I love it's, that. It's uh, Miller Lord who did, okay. yeah, like Lego movie and Into the Spider-Verse and Mitchell's Versus and Machines. It's like all kinds of just really great genre breaking genre bending things. And uh, I'm really, really enjoying it. It's like, I think six episodes so far. Uh, but yeah, great cast, uh, great show, great fun mystery. The after party on Apple TV plus. Awesome. I'll go next. So, um, Gosh, I've been watching so much stuff. I'm watching a lot of documentaries recently, but I do have to say the most important thing that I'm watching right now is the new season of Love is Blind. <laughs> it is the second season. The last episode actually comes out this Friday, so it'll be before this podcast comes out. But, like, you gotta watch it. Everyone's amazing. There's another Mark and Jessica. It's chaos. It's drama. It is exactly what I need after a long day of doing serious film stuff to just sit down and watch people be melodramatic. It's Which great. ones were Mark and <laughs> Jessica? Were they the ones that like weren't together, but kind of wanted to be together or like the girl they thought the that ones... they were together or should have been together? No. So they were the ones that um, Jessica was 34 or Mark was 24 and Jessica was 35. Um, and Jessica was still in love with Barnett. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So there's another one of those. It's a little bit different, um, but it's basically like she says yes to the wrong person. Mm. And she knows that, but he doesn't know that. Barnett ended like, up like marrying another girl, though. Like, yeah, he married on, Amber. Yeah. I yeah. wonder how they're doing. <laughs> I bet they're doing okay. I think they have kids now. Damn. My favorite was the the little blonde girl who just like could not get her shit together. Like I literally right. just want to be like, bless her heart. She had like a really weird name. I'm looking it up. Surely. Oh, no, you I'm getting spoilers. Guy. I don't want spoilers. I want the old season. Gianna is who I was talking about. Gianna oh. and, and Damon. Amber and Barnett, uh, just marked their third wedding anniversary and Gianna and Damien. I don't know about Gianna and Damien. They're not, they officially split in 2021. No. Oh, well. All right. Cool. Justin, what have you been watching? Probably nothing as exciting as Love is Blind. <laughs> Probably not. I mean, that's why it took me so long to find it. I forgot the name of it. I was like, I know who's in it, but I forgot the name of it. Chaos Walking. It's a movie that came out like during the pandemic, so it didn't do well. But it has Tom Holland and Daisy from uh, Star Wars. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, the movie. Yes. Okay. Uh, it was like based off a book series. So they travel to a another planet to kind of like spread like humans. And uh, on the planet, like there's a issue that happens where like all the men's thoughts can be heard by everybody. So they can't like turn off their thoughts. They're like out loud. So all the women can hear everything they think. Oh, but you can't hear the women's thoughts. And it, it caused like a big chaos where like. Well, the men can't handle like everyone knowing everything they're thinking so like a lot of the women are murdered and tom holland's character has never seen a woman before so like daisy's character like comes in to like check on that planet to see how it's going and she, her plane crashes and like she's stuck and it's 
her trying to escape these guys that like don't think women should be alive. But uh, it was pretty fun to watch. Two good actors, uh, but apparently didn't do well. So like the series itself, like which I think is like three or four books, like was canceled. Hmm. Kind of sucks to watch those movies when there's not like the finish to it. Yeah, there's yeah. not really another thing to look forward to. But yeah, but yeah, it was interesting. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I heard uh, it was an okay movie, um, but yeah, I still want to watch it. I like both of those actors, so cool. Yeah, that's really why I watched it. Yeah. Yeah, so Chaos Walking, The After Party, and Love is Blind Season 2 are what are you watching? And of course, there are three saves for You Are. Well, I think that about wraps it up on this week's episode of Can We Save the Cat? Thank you all so much for stopping by. As always, I am Brian Hayes. You can find me at Bredacted on Instagram and Bredacted Says on Twitter and Bredacted Plays on Twitch. I'm Justin Eugene. You could catch me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Justin Eugene. And I'm Danny Hanks. You can find me on Instagram at Official Danny Hanks and on Twitter at Danny underscore Hanks. And for the people right here, I drew an alien. And as always, you can follow the podcast at Can We Save Pod on both Instagram and Twitter, and Can We Save Podcast on Facebook, and Can We Save Pod on twitch.tv slash Can We Save Pod. Thank you guys so much. Danny, get out of here. Go draw more kawaii's. Justin, get out of here. Go watch more. Witcher. Ooh. Hey. Toss a and coin. Brian, get out of here and go to bed. Change your, your rubber bands. <laughs> Whatever it is. Bye, everybody. See ya.